Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the week. Hailing from Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Hosted by Captain Awesome and T-Mac. It is the Spanish Announce Table. We are recording. It is 2.03 of the Spanish Announce Table, man. How are you, T-Mac? I am well. How are you? I'm good, man. Busy. Uh, you're, you're still coming off a move. I'm getting into one so just been busy doing a bunch of crap man uh did uh squeezed in another nwl ring announcing in there uh yeah uh, anthony made his uh in-ring debut as well so that was a really cool show from my point of view anthony won his match as well that was fun except we had to kill the crowd for him real quick right for his debut by making him all go out sucked yeah why who who cares so why was that announced well they came over like the people from the church behind so there's a church behind the scottish Rite temple and normally there's a physical barricade that won't let you park in their parking lot right but they were happened to be having an event when everybody's arriving for the nwl so a bunch of people parked there and they came over saying like hey we're leaving we've got to put these barricades up uh you know they're not gonna be able to get out and we're going we got to go now you gotta get these people to move their cars and I don't know what happened, and I don't know how nobody either thought to or could actually get it done, but I don't know why they didn't convince this guy, hey, we've got an hour left in this show, right? Like, Or or just, hey, we'll put up the barricades for you, bye. Right. Yeah, why was that not a solution? Or, hey, man, can you hang out for an hour and you can get some hot dogs and some beers and, you know what I mean, just yeah. something? Or Here's just pray about it and you'll figure out the answer through prayer. I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, you're a church. So I have to announce, that, like, and, and I was like, well, how many cars are we talking about? And they were like, oh, probably 25 or more. And I was like, oh, man. Right? They didn't the crowd- come back. They left. <laughs> I know. Uh, man, I felt so terrible. And they're trying to say in my ear for me to say things while I'm saying you know, so oh, that yeah. was just awkward. And then, yeah, then it's like, all right, Anthony's debut. And I was like, man, I feel like shit. Um, and and then, before that, uh, uh, Logan yeah. Regal uh, broke his kneecap. Again. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Doing I mean, a dive. Yeah, and I don't know what all details have been out there, so we'll we'll spare some of that. But, yes, uh, uh, Logan, again, injured and uh, wished them the best. I checked in with him earlier but hadn't you know got a response yet, but not too long ago. But uh yeah well that was that was not fun when that happened either Mm -mm. you know so not at all no uh but other than that man nwl always puts on a good show uh but uh we'll see where we go from there right yes yeah what about you let's turn uh let's turn this frown upside down on this episode because we're kind of giving you some somber news although anthony's debut was really fun to watch and he won and it was good you did another amazing job doing the ring announcing for nwl but let's pick up the pace here let's do some positive talk and let's go into uh my three p's yes so let's get into the three p's yes p number one now I'm going to give a caveat to this in the in terms of I don't know when this match happened, but I just watched it this week, and I believe it happened either this week or last, but it aired on Ring of Honor television this week. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like when Impact does six TV show tapings in one yeah, night, so right. you say Scott Steiner debuted, but then last week it just happened, but it was way before that, you know? Yeah. So that's my little 
asterisks, I guess you could say, to this P1. But P1 is Kushida versus Marty Scroll on Ring of Honor television for the television title. It was so good. Great storytelling. I'm not going to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it, but try to Google it. Try to YouTube. Whatever you can. Try to watch that match. Great storytelling. A fantastic little end and little uh, bump in the road at the end of that match. And it told a fun story, especially if you know the backstory going into that match. So that's P number one. Okay. I heard about this match, but I didn't see it yet. Yeah. P number two. And this is more just because you got to give it respect when two guys just absolutely kill it. Now I'm not the highest on the storyline. I was a little bit, butt sore or butt hurt Mm -hmm. on the six star match. It got the first time around, but the rematch for Okada versus Omega that just happened 60 minute draw. Now you should know that if you're listening to this podcast, so I didn't really give you a spoiler there, but a 60 minute draw, they did every move in the book, every dragon suplex, every backflip off the top rope. You had Cody Rhodes coming down, trying to throw in, uh, the, the white towel for Omega. You had, uh, the uh, the uh, Rainmaker clothesline fail and both guys just collapse onto the ground and just pure exhaustion. It was fantastic. And it was a Broadway. It was a Ric Flair 1982-style right. Broadway, yeah. but it was with the backflips, the dragon suplexes, the you know incredible moveset. And I thought this was their best. I thought this match was better than the first match. Wow, okay. And I, I really do because I watched it and I was like, okay, like that first one was good. I don't think it was six stars. That's just my opinion because uh, I don't think any match has been six stars. If five stars is the max and you didn't give uh, Undertaker Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25 five stars. Which this is widely accepted as I think – the the most given answer for greatest match of all time, right? And right. and what I'm saying is, if like if that's not five stars, well, th- this first match wasn't six stars, right? So anyhow, the second match though, I was more impressed with the two guys. I like the storytelling more. It made me want to watch the match again, which is incredible because they've had two classics, and I want to see a third. But now you have Cody Rhodes challenging for the title against Okada. What does that mean? Because he's in the Bullet Club. He tried to give up for Omega. We think. We don't know. Like, There's so many layers of storytelling in that that it was was great. Man, are we in one of the best wrestling times ever for – just talent-wise. I mean, think about it. WWE has everybody they can shit out of their ass of great talent, but yet ROH is having one of the best matches of all of, of the year. And so is this Okada Omega rematch. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? And then Impact has shitty writers, but they've got a lot of great talent over there. I mean, like, it's just, there's just great wrestling everywhere. I think, yes, this is an amazing time for pro wrestling and you know seeing five-star matches but i also think with the access to social media like we do we have more access to pro wrestling right so if you lived in new york for example and i'm this is all hypothetical but if you lived in new york and all you saw was wwf and you saw an amazing match between perfect and bret hart you're gonna say that's amazing nothing gets better than this but then if you just go down south and you're seeing 
uh, Sting versus Ric Flair. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. just as good. And so, yes and no because you know. Yeah, we didn't I know think, in '89 what was happening in Japan on a weekly basis. Right. Yeah, you didn't know that the independent match in uh, San Jose, California, put on a five star yeah. classic. You didn't in know that. You didn't know that Kyle O'Reilly stopped by NWL and had a great match, and then gave a great interview to the Spanish announce table, which is in our archives. But you just didn't know that. Then. Right. 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 So yes. Anyhow, but going back to my P two, it was then. the Okada oh. Omega rematch number two. Uh, in their classic series and P3. And this is just cause God bless America. I love a fucking fist fight. Okay? okay. And this is, I don't, if you didn't like it, don't listen to this podcast anymore. It is <laughs> turn it off the, right now. Yeah. Just turn it off right now. It was Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe mm-hmm. throwing them hands at each other. And you yeah. see that side kick that Brock Lesnar got on his nose. Mm-hmm. He said, wop, taste that footprint. Yeah. I loved that it, was man. awesome. They I were throwing it. hands, too. Yeah, and the whole locker room getting involved. I mean, because you saw the Revival and Enzo and Cass together separate Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. That's how big of a fight this was. I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the headbutt because, you know, remember Samoa Joe got headbutt by Kurt Angle. And now here Samoa Joe is headbutting Brock Lesnar. That was a little good caveat. And maybe they weren't even thinking about something like that, but it was still cool. And then just a fist fight. Just uppercuts, roundhouses, kicks, knees, gut wrench, power bombs attempted. Every fucking thing in the book. It was awesome. I loved it. You don't love that. You don't love pro wrestling. You don't love fighting. You don't love being a man and having (laughs) testosterone run through your blood. Beating the shit out of some guy. Just because he didn't look at you the right way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not that he didn't look at you the wrong way. He just didn't look at you the right way, and that pissed you right. off. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a good justification to me. Put some respect on my name <laughs> and on that face. Five across that lip. All right, then yeah. let's get into We've got our first four here, right? This is the first four news topics that we're going to talk about. It's only four news topics other than what comes up in uh, in the Tweet the Table in the next segment with Stick around for that but first here we're going to tell you about news items we're going to pick the four most newsworthy items and this was a stretch this week i gotta be honest there wasn't a whole lot happening right but we found it for you but we found it all right you want me to go first you got i think you got some better ones so i'll go first all right you got some uh, guard dogs over there man yeah yeah i got this guard dog ready to pounce on your ass huh you got that canadian sat pod trying to invade yeah. over there and oh. and joe the wonder dog is gonna mm-hmm. uh take care of it for you you're gonna get a bite in the ass and five across your lip if you try to enter in this door joe is is never short of being an intimidating presence i will tell you that hell yeah you ain't lying joe if i'm a burglar or a ne'er-do-well or a vagabond trying to enter uh, your domicile now uh, i would be immediately uh, making haste backwards out of that house as soon as I saw Joe. As you should. Right. All right, let's talk about and then them. You, and then you see my hands. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You see these yeah, hands. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's the mother-loving news. <clears throat> no more dick pics. 
Seth Rollins. WWE recently began holding cybersecurity training classes for talent. PW Insider reports that WWE hired experts from cybersecurity firms to conduct these mandatory meetings. Several incidents involving the hacking of social media accounts of WWE superstars and performers prompted WWE to advise talent on efficient methods or efficient methods for protecting their personal data, such as not allowing multiple people to have access to your social media accounts and not accepting USB drives from fans even if they promise nude photos on them. Well, they didn't make yeah. that up out of nowhere, right? So that yeah, happened to somebody. Did <laughs> somebody did that shit. Xavier? Who did that? Yeah, yeah, that's it. God <laughs> damn it, Woods. This whole thing. Uh, I get it. Up, up, down, down. But this is some bullshit, Xavier. Yeah, yeah she for sure was going up, up, down, down. We get it. <laughs> Good job, Woods. All right, yeah. Uh, well, this sounds smart. This sounds like they should have been in front of this, but you know, sometimes it's something that you're just not really thinking of or aware of until you learn the hard well, way. Essentially, true. And on top of that, even you might be aware of something, but you don't know how to address it, right? Because it's one thing, like how I just tell people to stop doing it. Yeah. Man, just stop being fun and young and attractive and having <laughs> great bodies. Stop stop taking pictures of yourself. Right? Like, yeah. fuck me. No one wants to not take a picture of their dick if they want to send it to another attractive person. You right. know what I mean? So, or their vagina or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so, like, my results or my resolution to that problem is stupid so it took some time and obviously they took some time and they found the right people to say hey we get it (laughs) you know Uh you guys are all half naked traveling across the world together uh meeting people once in a lifetime that are also attractive but here's some tips on how not to screw yourself Mm -hmm. in more than one way right Exactly. So let's hope some people paid attention. And uh, man, I want to hear that story someday on one of these podcasts down the road of who had the USB drive. All right, T Mac, what do you got? Follow the papers that uh, go with filing a divorce. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Bray. Bray Wyatt. Uh, his wife has filed for divorce in Florida and accuses the Wyatt family ringleader of adultery, alluding to a relationship he is having with WWE ring announcer Jojo. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Poor Bray. Well, I mean, not really poor Bray. He did the, he did the crime. He well, did the time. Hold on. Stop. Because this is the thing that I just instantly want to. So we don't know. Right. Sure. We don't. We know. don't know. Right. So it could be a number of things. One, it could be she and him, the wife and Bray, were having some troubles, some rough waters. uh, And she visited him backstage. He was having a friendly conversation with JoJo. She gets jealous. She goes, you're probably fucking her, aren't you? You're probably fucking her, aren't you? Fine. Fuck you. I'm filing for divorce. And nothing was it. It was yeah. literally just Bray well, except, Wyatt, JoJo being except nice. After the story broke, they were spotted arriving to the arena at Raw together. <laughs> like, who, who says you can't Raw together? Yeah. Well, yeah, just ask fucking Matt Hardy. <laughs> right. right. But what else? Okay. Right. So that, right? Right. Or it could be she was a shitty wife. Mm-hmm. She was not uh helping him emotionally or physically or whatever it is and he found what he needed with jojo right 
Right. Or it could be a mixture of the two. Or it could be none of the above. And it could just be bullshit, right? So we don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I know we don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if he did something bad, you know, then he deserves what, you I've know, repercussions? I've seen this, like, eater of worlds, and then it shows, like, Dojo's ass. And it's like, can we, <laughs> we don't know, you know? <laughs> that's great. That's fucking clever, man. I like yeah. that a lot. So, but you don't know. So all I'm saying is before we rush to judgment and say, oh, my God, Bray Wyatt's an asshole. How could you cheat? You don't know what their marriage was mm-hmm. like. You don't know. Maybe they had an open marriage and now this was the final straw. And then she's saying you, sh- you could have had anyone, not a co-worker or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So we don't know what I'm saying is let let the chips fall where they may. And let's hope that both find what they're looking yeah. for well yeah and everyone is everyone gets what they deserve at least right whatever that right. may be right whatever that may be let's hope they get what they deserve yes all right we'll move on and the final contestant caitlin jenner can't even call him a nintendo switch anymore they want to the- be called caitlin <laughs> the, fo- <laughs> the following name no i haven't seen it that's great the following names are confirmed for the upcoming WWE May Young Classic, according to PW Insider this week. Bianca Blair, Lacey Evans. By the way, I may say some names wrong here because I have not heard of the majority of these women, right? Okay. So Bianca Blair, Lacey Evans, Tainara Mello, Sarah Logan, Kimber Lee, Julia Ho, Victoria Gonzalez, Mary Kate, which is just a hyphenated name, which I think is great. Daniela Camella, I think this is Shao Shao Za, Chinese name. Nixon like Newell, Dana. I think it's Chinese. I don't know. Maybe I'm racist. Evie, Demi Bennett, Kyrie Hojo, Thea Trinidad, Mia Yim, and friend of the Spanish announce table, Marty Bell. Hey. Hey, oh. Might have to talk to her before she uh, enters into this competition officially. Before she ships up and goes and wins this thing, no doubt. Yeah, she will. She's good in the ring. And she she's is. good on the mic. She is. And she's easy on the eyes. She's, yeah, she's not terrible on the eyes. That's for sure. I'm all with it right? now. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and by all accounts, the sweetest, nicest person every time I talk to her. Uh, yeah, Bell. and helpful and nice to everyone uh, backstage. Doesn't mm-hmm. have an ego. Yeah, couldn't be a bigger sweetheart. She's great. And And, Mia Yim uh, was back uh, there one time. She wrestled for them one event, too. They actually wrestled each other, but I didn't get to meet Mia Yim that day. And that was the first ever NWL women's match in the company's history was Mm -hmm. those two. So that's a good bar to set with those two women competing in your organization for the inaugural women's uh, match. So I like that. And clearly, they're worth a damn if they're going to be some of the 32 women picked for this in the May WWE right. first ever May Young Invitational. Yeah, I think that's so, awesome. So everybody get out there. And, of course, uh, WWE is yet to confirm any names uh, for the 32-woman tournament. But if PW Insider had this specific list, i got to assume he's hitting on 95% of these, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. So get out there and uh, support uh, our friend Marty out there, right? Yes, of course. Go Marty. Go Marty. Marty Party. Right. We'll move on. Marty Party. That's a good one. Mama Mia fuck WWE. Oh what? Mama <laughs> Mia. Remember, it was Mora Ronaldo. Yeah. And it has been announced Mora Ronaldo and former UFC 
uh, play-by-play announcer Mike Goldberg have now joined Bellator fighting promotions or fighting championship promotions. Yep. And they will be calling the first ever Bellator New York City uh, cards that will be happening this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congratulations to Moro landing on his feet How- with a big gig with Bellator. Couple questions here. Uh, are they completely wiping out whoever was commentating already? Uh, they got rid that? of Sean Grenier, who before he was with Bellator, he was the play-by-play guy for the Boston Celtics. Okay, he's with the company for two years now. He replaced uh, Sean Wheelock, who you met because yeah, he yeah. was on Fights Alive. Yep, he was the first ever play-by-play guy for Bellator. He right. was then replaced by Sean uh, Grenier, and now Sean Grenier has been replaced by Morbonalo and Mike Goldberg. I do not know the status of Jimmy Smith, who is like their Joe Rogan type, okay. where he like knows so the moves. So there may be a, a three-man team, or, or he's replaced also. Right, exactly. Right. So I don't know about the second guy, Jimmy, but uh, Mike Goldberg and Morbonalo have okay. been added it's a little bit of a weird move, in my opinion, just because they kind of do the same thing. Yeah, they're both play-by-play, aren't they? Right. Now, Moro can give you more. Moro in MMA was like how Mike Tanay was on uh, WCW Monday right, Nitro. Yeah. where Knew every you know, fucking name of everything. Right. Like, Tony Schiavone was the, all right, we've got, uh, you know, the next match sponsored by Slim Jim. Yeah, it's Macho uh, Man versus Sting. But then, he's more the MC. And then, right. right, right, and then, which is what you, you know, Goldberg uh, kind of. That's is, when Mike Tanay was like, "Well, the last uh, ten matches, Sting's record has been five and five, or whatever." That's where Moro, I think, would fit in if it's a three-man booth. If it's a two-man booth, I could see Moro being the analyst and Mike Goldberg being the play-by-play because Moro does have a wealth Here's- of knowledge in terms of. Calling fights, watching fights. I don't think he's ever trained, which that's a completely different animal. You, you yeah. can look at it all you want on your TV, and you know you can watch a thousand fights. But when you do one fight, it's completely different. Or if you even train a little bit, it's completely different. So uh, that could be his role. Um, but I'm just happy that Moro, at least in my life, maybe not yours because you're not a huge fan of the sport, but my life, he's back. And I get to hear him, and I love him, and he's How, my favorite. Either of these two potential uh, co-hosts there with him uh, going to bully him like JBL did? No. And <laughs> hope to God JBL never runs into Boss Root, and Boss is still hot about that. Uh, we, and Pat Militich. They both want to kill JBL. We were hot about it, man. It was just a dick move, but whatever. Um, all right. Uh, well. Well, let's get into something here. Okay. So we are recording this on the 14th day of June, 2017, the year of our Lord. And it has Your been Lord. announced, it has been announced <laughs> that uh, a boxing match between 49 and 0 Floyd Mayweather Jr. Impressive. Versus. He beat the big show. Conor McGregor, 0 and 0 will be taking place in Las Vegas this year. Now, I want to know, Captain, mm-hmm. your comments on this spectacle, or do you feel it is competition? No, it's a it's a, it's a, a circus. Mm-hmm. It's a circus act, man. And, and I have zero interest in watching it. What I do have interest in is the, pre, like, the pre-hype, right? All their 
press conferences are going to be great. They're going to be better than the fight. All the trash the, talk. Yeah, the weigh-ins, the all the trash talking, all the everything, man. That That's well, going to sell McGregor, the tickets. Conor McGregor has already started it with announcing that it's on and posting a side-by-side picture of him and Floyd Mayweather Sr. So, well, so now hold on. Okay, so we know this. Mayweather's a accomplished boxer, subjectively you could argue the greatest of all time, right? Yes. Uh, and known to be a defensive boxer and has gotten away from punches of way better boxers than Conor McGregor could even possibly be. So what are the odds McGregor even lands anything, and how long until this is well, over? I give it two rounds. I, he does have a puncher's chance. He is going to be bigger. So what? Here, here's what plays into Connor's favor. He's younger. He's 26. Con, uh, Floyd is 40. It's yeah. right there. 26-year-old versus a 40-year-old. You say, who do you favor, right? Right. He does have a ton of power in his left hand. Yeah. He will be bigger because typically Didn't Floyd Mayweather fights also? at the biggest at 152. Floyd's fought at 170. So yeah. he will be the bigger fighter. Okay. Now wait. But, didn't didn't uh, did I hear correctly that McGregor's had some amateur boxing in his history too? I mean, possibly, but, but nothing of note. it's amateur. Nothing of merit. Nothing yeah. of note. You haven't had a professional fight. Well, of course. This not, is right. where I, this is where I lie with this. But spectrum. he might First know the base core concepts of some things at least. Oh, to do he some knows training. how to box. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He knows how to put on gloves, wrap his hands, put a mouthpiece in, put a cup on, wear the shorts, go out there, throw a one one. <laughs> he knows how to wear them shorts, head. man. He really knows yeah. how to wear them shorts. He knows how to he knows how to look like a professional. There's no doubt about that. He knows how to look like a professional. Okay. Right. And he knows the big stage. You know what I mean? Shanae O'Connor, for God's sakes, sang him out before one of his fights. So he knows how to put on a show. Yeah. Right? This is this is where it all falls apart. Bill Alvarez, who is considered one of the best fighters in the world today, fought Floyd Mayweather a few years ago. He is a power puncher. He is bigger than Floyd Mayweather. He is uh, a more accomplished, way more accomplished boxer than Conor McGregor. And Canelo Alvarez couldn't hit Floyd Mayweather. What do yeah. you think Conor will do? This is my point. That's the thing. So do I give him two rounds to do something? Yes. He could easily do exactly what he did to Jose Aldo and knock him out in 45 seconds. Well, he knocked out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, but he could knock out Floyd in 43 seconds, right? Hell, President – we're saying President Trump right now. There's nothing in the world that can't happen now, right? right like it's right. all off the table. Yeah. We have a President Trump. We have the defending – World Series champion Chicago Cubs. Yeah. We had the Cleveland Cavaliers coming down or coming back from down 3-1 against the greatest regular season basketball team. We've seen it all is what I'm saying. Yeah. So can he win? Of course. Should this be made? A- absolutely not. And this is where I blame mainstream lazy journalists that don't know how to cover a sport. Because what they do is, well, this Connor guy's making some headlines. You know what that reminds me of? Floyd. It'd be like if we covered the Olympics and we said, man, this uh, Hussein Bolt, he's making some headlines. Well, so is Michael Phelps. Right. Maybe we should do something. Hey, maybe Michael Phelps should foot race Hussein Bolt. Yeah. I bet you a hundred million people would watch that. 
right? Yeah. Like it's similar in the sense of you're sprinting, but one's sprinting in water and the other one's sprinting on land. You know, so to, it doesn't make any sense. Just like this fight doesn't make any sense. I listened to one of our local sports radio, Brad Fanning. Uh-huh. Uh, and he brought up there was some TV show that he used to watch that would do things like it would be like uh, an elephant is going to pull a train against 47 dwarfs are going to pull the same train and see mm-hmm. who wins that race. He goes, this is what this feels like to me. Right. He was like, this oh, is like, one you know of those what this just- exactly feels like to me? Huh. Remember when Chad Johnson thought he could out foot race a horse? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's faster, a horse sprinting or Chad Johnson sprinting? <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. Well, and then they did some it's stupid thing where they gave him like a a fucking fourteen second head start or some bullshit. Right. <laughs> and and here's the thing that I don't want it to be lost on my, my hating of this spectacle that's going down. I do not hate that Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor accepted this fight. Oh, for yeah. it's already been reported that. Connor is going to get $100 million, and, and Floyd might get $250 million. Of course, anyone would do this. This goes back to my argument with CM Punk, right, where it was, hey, you want to ask me to to do something? Of course I'm going to say yes, but it's on the promoter. It's on the, the sanctioning body, the Nevada Athletic Commission, of saying no, right? right. Like, I love baseball. If the Yankees... Yankees asked me to play second base tomorrow night and start. I would say yes, yes. for whatever minimum salary they give me, but I'm going to suck. Yeah, yeah, you'll suck and real so, bad. It's just like this. What's that? No, I said, yeah, you'll suck real bad. Yeah, I would. I would just, I'd be really bad, but I would do it. Of course. Especially if you give me $100,000 or whatever it is. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm not hating Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor for accepting a spectacle fight, which what this will be. And here's one more point that I've been seeing a lot of people say, and I don't understand it. And we brought this up off air. People are like, well, it's awesome that Conor and Floyd are going to make all this money. You're not getting a cut. Right. They're not giving you a dollar. Yeah, it's You're your money. The worst in this transaction. Yeah. It's your money. Cause if you buy that pay-per-view, you're giving them that money. You get what right. I mean? Like, yeah, you're on the worst end of this on this transaction yeah. where they make all the money and you get the boring fight. You paid for the boring fight that they made all this money off of that. You're like, well, I'm really glad they got paid. <laughs> you fight, oh, <Right>. thanks. <laughs> My boss doesn't go, yeah, gee, Tim, no you really fucked up this assignment, and- but I'm really glad you got paid. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. I don't get it. But like I said, happy that they're doing it absolutely discouraged in the sport of boxing that they lost their integrity to go for a money grab, which that's exactly what this is. And you can't convince me otherwise. Um, so it's going to happen. We'll see. Uh, I don't like it. Of course, if anyone has a puncher's chance and that's fun, but Chad Johnson had a chance of beating a horse in a foot race. And guess what? That didn't happen either. Uh, well, All right, you heard it here first. If you need T-Mac to do something sketchy, maybe something that's not in his best interest, $100,000 will do it. All right, we'll come back. Oh, way less than that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll come back. But yeah, let's say $100,000, sure. Yeah, $100,000, just flat. And then we'll talk about maybe more than that. All right, we'll come back in the next segment, though, and we will, for free, read some tweets from the fans. We'll do that when we do Tweet the Table. In the next segment of the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and 
There's a prison in Washington that offers inmates pet cats for rehabilitation. Trini Tavis, that court, that cat! Yo, this is the Iceman, and you are listening to the best podcast in the land, the Spanish Announcement. Spanish announced table. It's time for Tweet the Table. That should clue you in. It's about Twitter. You go on Twitter and you use hashtag Tweet the Table. Pretty simple. It gives you any and every wrestling thought, opinion, desire, you know, half-witted idea. I don't care what you got. Bring it. Hashtag Tweet the Table. We're going to read the best of them right here. Right here, right now? Right here, right now. Oh, my goodness. At Mr. Fourth Row says, So when will the commentators, announcers, and production get the same script? It's fashion police. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, they made a point to say it a couple times, didn't they? Fondant and numbers. It was, on the, it was on the back of their right. uh, Titantron or whatever we're calling yeah, that now. I guess you brought it up. There was some like there was some kind of dispute with, I guess there was like a show on E or something. Yeah. So who knows? But... Uh, that's the same company, so I would guess they would be fine with it. Well, and, I mean, um, that's but yeah, totally it was on different. Their totally different. Like nobody thinks when they're flipping through and they see wrestling on, and there's a team called the Fashion Police that it's this E show, right? Nobody you fucking know, thinks that. Hey, we have on the cups of coffee that it's hot. So who the fuck knows? <laughs> right now, are- your mm-hmm. Adam ruins everything, though. Dispelled that whole. Shitty. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That yeah. is true. Well, then we also have don't drink paint. Yeah, know? right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I saw one on a vacuum cleaner that said, uh, "Only use this product for its intended purpose." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, perfect. Huh? That's what <laughs> like, what happened for that to get on there? Because they didn't just uh, on their own accord go. You know what? We should make sure that we print. On our limited space document that we're going to be putting in with this product, a disclaimer on the front page that says, please only use this for its intended purpose. Because who knows? There's crazies out there. There are crazies out there. At Katie First. Lady. Says, gender does have a face that you want to punch. Hashtag tweet the table. Yes. He's got such a fucking huge nose. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the steroids, isn't it? (laughs) Maybe, but God, facial nose, doesn't your, doesn't your face at. get all fucking like disformed and shit? You're like, well, you, your your bones in your face get longer, like they get long. I forget the technical term of it. But basically, they spread out like fucking like continental drifts. Somebody needs to do like the Barry Bonds hat test, right? And we need to like mm-hmm. go back and find a yeah, picture. This of hat that you wore two years ago still fit? No, yeah. it doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you're a grown man. Yeah, your head didn't grow. At B underscore double underscore D. says Matt Hardy better break, crack, tear, or rip soon. I'm tired of the Hardys already. Hashtag tweet the table. I'm over him. 
yeah, yeah they've too. gone the way of the deadlies i am yes. just yep happened yeah it has to happen soon or or just go away right make a scene where you guys get beat up or something or something falls on you right and you've got to go away for a while until you can return with the broken gimmick that's what i would do and just do house shows as like a fun surprise appearance at the house shows you're incentive to go to the house shows you get to see the hardies right that's fun but on tv get off at chris mercado 23 says i need a cigarette damn it Corey graves you're the man hashtag tweet the table I read that that could be a potential love storyline between the two. That's what that hug was about. Yeah, huh? How, well, wouldn't that be fun? Be interesting. Corey Graves has a lot of things potentially happening for him with the Kurt Angle text mm-hmm. messages, with the shaking the hand of Cass after he said he'd like to shake the hand of whoever jumped Enzo. Now this hug with Bailey, that could be a love thing. Or what? it all could be nothing. What if it's Corey Graves that keeps attacking Enzo and Big Cass? Yeah. Nah, but he's always out there at the booth. Well, a couple times he's had to leave, right? Because of Kurt Angle. Right. What if and the then, same person and then, who's fucking with Kurt Angle is also fucking with Big Cass and Enzo? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the raw general manager, except for they're really doing some shit. It's GTV. At Hallmark of Swede says, hey, by the way, Hallmark of Swede, I believe we saw, was uh, married recently here. Yeah, that's congratulations not giving anything on out. taking that choice for yourself. Right? Uh, by all accounts, seems, seems like a lovely family you've got going on there, so congratulations. Of course, and that is awesome. Congratulations. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Yay, Emma is back. I hope she can get some momentum in the stale women's division. <laughs> Lol, no. No, she's going right back to where she was. God, that sucks. That's another one where I, uh, well, even the injury wasn't as bad as them just trying to force this gimmick that she by all accounts didn't want couldn't pull off because they didn't knew they were going to pull off they were going to get she rid of pull it yeah, off. sure they uh well so they got rid of fucking what's her name all read everything but they still Eva. want that bimbo character that everybody hates that gets all the good you know what i mean which is what they're doing lana. now with lana right so they wanted to do it with emma and you know she said fuck this guys and now i'm sure they're kind of like well fuck you then and well on that uh bring it to the table show Corey Graves referred to Eva Marie as a past tense wrestler. Like Whew. we had a all read everything. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she's gone. Yep. At Lady Undertaker says, I'm glad the briefcase for the women's money in the bank ladder match isn't pink and shaped like a butterfly. That would have been lame. Hashtag tweet the table. Remember when we were talking about the Divas title and it looked like uh, something like ovaries or something? Yeah, like no, a you said – uh, ceramic samurai's ovaries looked like the divas title at one moment because we were talking about something that would have made her happy <laughs> i can't remember what it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever happened to ceramic samurai man i don't know we miss you hey girl yeah we miss you if you're listening uh yeah sorry i guess are your ovaries doing all right yeah. at wyr <laughs> are they how you feeling? At WIRCATA says, I was legit going to watch Cedric versus Noam, but ended up fast-forwarding through the whole thing thanks to this Alicia Fox FaceTime shit. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, what was that? That was rough. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Name something good that Alicia Fox has ever done. Well, she was wrestling. one half 
of the greatest wrestling match of all time. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, name name the thing that you're like, okay, I can hang my hat on this. The the one week when she first did the crazy thing, we were like, all right. And then we were like, Man, oh, no, yeah. That was yeah. one week, though, because even week two, maybe we were like, all right, yeah. And then I think week three, we're like, okay, this is just fucking not cool anymore. Yeah, you can't do this. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, yep, nope, nope, nope. Back to the drawing board. At B underscore double underscore. D. Says Kushida versus Skrull on ROH this week was amazing. Hashtag tweet the table. Indeed, it was one of your three Ps. It was. I liked it. And that was what inspired me is I didn't know that, that I'd heard that that match was happening, but I didn't know when. And then when I saw that tweet the table, that's when I watched the match. And then I was like, oh, shit, that is great. The D always inspires T-Mac <clears throat> at Chris Mercado 23 says trying to figure out who's behind the Enzo and big cast attacks is like trying to figure out who the killer was and scream hashtag tweet the table. Good reference. That was a great reference. Yeah, I like that. And keep it going at this point and make it more people that were second guessing. Right? And then let us yeah, I mean, let us find out who it isn't too. Like you know what I mean? Give us little things. Yeah. I, I the hard part is don't always get attacked because then it's like, dude, what the fuck? Can you not watch yourself? Yeah, like, yeah. you know. But have your bags gone. Yeah. Have your car gets beat up. Yeah. Your your car gets vandalized. You know, your car's on cinder blocks. Uh, even your family gets screwed with right your your mom calls and says somebody was here and they you know what I mean like they TP'd the house or something stupid right just yeah your cell phone is found in Big Show's bag yeah you know like why were you in my bag you're like I wasn't man yeah right Right. you don't always have to get beat up for the the story yeah, to continue because how many times is big cast going to get sne- somebody's going to sneak up on big cast and knock him out really right. i mean how many times yeah right sure. <laughs> right ever in life at double a underscore wir says omg i just saw curtis axel on raw hashtag tweet the table i thought he was fired no he's still hanging around man he's still doing them house shows oh hurt his asshole at b underscore double <laughs> underscore <laughs> what that's not his name Curtis Axel, right? That's what I said. Heard his asshole. Heard his asshole. At B underscore double underscore. Well, that's Xbox. At B underscore double underscore. <laughs> says, I was going to make a Bray joke, but then I found out the dude smashed JoJo. Never mind, Bray. You win, bro. You do you. Hashtag tweet the table. You're Allegedly. We don't know. Allegedly gave her the B underscore double underscore. Dude. <laughs> All right. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. I think the Usos should facilitate the Roman Reigns heel turn at SummerSlam. It's an interesting thing, but then you've got to make them a team, I feel like. They've got to be a. Yeah, a, one's on one right. brand and the other one's on the other brand. True. I, I mean, yes, but not now. Yeah. Yeah, because then they've got to be a faction at that point, and then are you overshining the Usos, so it's got to come after the Usos' current like title run when they've kind of staled out a little bit, maybe. But yeah, but like still that, staying yeah. with this gimmick yeah. of walking slow. Day one is H, all that. Yeah, your day one is not so H. At Katie first, <laughs> lady, impressed by Lana and her use of the I'll just call it a Lana bomb for now. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, you know, 
a broken clock's right twice a day. So yeah. we'll sure see how far it goes. But yeah. yeah, it was fun. And Lady Undertaker says the brawl between Joe and Lesnar was pretty good, but the brawl between Taker and Lesnar was classic greatness. Hashtag tweet the table. We were there. We were there, as Bruce Pritchard would say. I do like, but that one was good. And I like the kick because that one had more definitive, like, I kicked your ass. Like, mm-hmm. I got you with the sidekick, so suck it. I suck like that it. just as good as The Undertaker, uh, Brock Lesnar. But mm-hmm. The Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, I like for more personal reasons because the Regal twins were involved. Iceman was involved. Jeremy Wyatt was involved. Like, yeah. I, that, that's that, special. Yeah, that's special yeah. meaning to us. Yeah. Yeah. At B underscore double underscore D says WWE needs to fix their audio. For some reason, every time Charlie Caruso is on TV, all I hear is a choir of angels singing. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, huh? Yeah, gotta get she that fixed. She is pretty. Gotta get that fixed. Her man. and uh, the other cute girl. What's her name? Kathy Kelly. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. They speak too much in broadcast form where it's, <sighs> hey, Captain Awesome. Tonight on the show, we are going to do Tweet the Table. Hey, guys, and while we're doing it, send any and every wrestling thought. It's like Talk Soup or not even that. It's it's like uh, those those catch-up, not TMZ, but the precursor to those, those like Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight, it's WWE. It's Raw. We're backstage at, right, and just annoying. Hey, guys, tonight. It's always, hey, guys. We're going to. Hey guys! Yeah. Hey everyone! Right. Yeah. Hey friends! We're gonna talk about Finn Balor. And WWE where has he been Universe. At? <laughs> yeah. How does he get his makeup? Yeah. yeah. And then after that, <laughs> all right. Yeah. At WR, well, no, I'm, I'm doing too much Valley Girl. They talk in too much segments. Yeah. They're like what Kathy Kelly does a lot is so guys on WWE.com. It was the slow mo of Big Show. And Samoa Joe. Right. And it's like, no one talks like she that. Speaks no one has in, that cadence. She speaks in voiceover. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Right. Yeah. And so does Charlie. Yeah, it's but not conversational. It's it's like you're recording a pre-taped segment. Right. Right. Because that's how they think. At WIRCATA says, why does Slater still have his 3MB theme? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I noticed that. What was it? His 3MB theme. Slater's still rocking the three-man band theme out there. Hey, Roman Reigns is still rocking the shield theme. I just like, man, I really think there was legs to that I got kids thing. Now, maybe that's because I got kids, but fuck, I know a lot of motherfuckers got kids watching this shit. Obviously, the average age is 55. Yeah. It just green seems, kids. It just seems if you just hit that so hard. had I mean, we've been through it all. I don't need to go over it over again, but man. What a waste of a gimmick. At Chris Mercado 23 says, of course the fucking bear would go for a bear hug. Rafflemau, hashtag tweet the table. Man, I get Ambrose's thing is he hides in things and he like conceals himself, right? He's done that a couple times, but it's just not getting over with me. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. And this bear I thing is. I think Dean Ambrose needs to go away. Yeah. Not I, go away forever. I think he needs to, you know. Take off for a few months. He's just back. that guy, though, that's just like, hey, man, you know, hey. I listened to him on Jericho's podcast when it was when Ambrose met Hardy. 
So mm-hmm. him and Jeff Hardy met that day. The first time they ever talked was they sit down for this Jericho interview. Did you listen to that one? Yeah. They both are just kind of like, yeah, man, you know, uh, yeah, like I do this and, you know, it's just cool. Hey, man. guys, like <laughs> I know what's kind of cool and like I just want to tell you that I did that before then. Yeah, man, like, you know, like I, I, you know, sometimes I just get on my dirt bike and I go do all these flips and shit, man. It's kind of cool. And then Ambrose like, yeah, man, you know, I, like, I don't know how to do any of that shit, man. You know, yeah. like it's just like I, I was like, man, are they actively fucking getting high right now? Like what is going like, on? Like what's my home address, man? Uh, wherever the road takes me. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like so what are you talking kinda, about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just kind of it. So uh, Ambrose, I just feel like – while I think he's got all the tools and the charisma to be one of those top level guys, I don't think he's focused and driven to do it. And I don't think he gives a shit. I think he's like, Hey man, I do this. This is cool. This is the life I live. And I get to go be this guy. And he's well, totally happy and with it. And props to him. Both of those guys in particular, uh, they're both, uh, recovering addicts. So mm. they have that, Hey man, I lived a crazy life. Now I'm just trying not to fucking die. And so maybe that comes with that attitude a little bit mm-hmm. of like, hey, if you really want to see me fucking go crazy, meet me five years ago when I'm doing blow off of a hooker's vagina. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm just trying to eat my fucking breakfast and not do fucking cocaine right now. Yeah, not go get an eight ball. Right. At B underscore double underscore D says, Shin, you're standing in the locker room. Standing fucking still. Take... The mouthpiece out. Hashtag treat the table. Nakamura. Yeah. Even Emily noticed that. She goes, he always wears the mouthpiece. I yeah. and I think it's I think it's a it's like a security blanket. You think it's so? A, I don't feel comfortable. So if you don't understand me because the mouthpiece, well then, haha, I guess I just is it, or is it, it just is. he thinks it's part of his like you know brand? Is this is yeah? Image. Hey. On the other hand, yeah, John Cena always wears four wristbands. Yeah, you know, like, so maybe that's Why? it. Maybe he just thinks he looks cooler with that mouthpiece in his face. Yeah. At Hallmark of Swede, it says, hashtag tweet the table, T-Mac. Yeah. You are so wrong about Bailey. She could be an amazing heel. Just imagine the heat if she suddenly turns. No, I love her. No. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It should. I think. I no. think. I think. I like this. If they get her away from the hugging thing for now and let her do a weird, crazy kind of thing with Corey Graves, right? And you could even have Graves be heelish and get some shine on her uh, by doing this, right? And then have her kind of go back to the hugging thing, right? Like, is nothing sacred? Let her get. Let her get. Like, you know, the meme of the crazy girlfriend with the big eyes, mm-hmm. right? Let her be that for a little bit, right? Because okay. the hugging, you but that's know what not I mean? heal. That's just love obsessed, right? I'll give you that. And I'll let you that. and let no, yeah, no. let us get sympathetic by Graves treating her like an asshole, right? Okay, yeah, okay, but yeah, but it's nothing sacred. I mean, God, she's the purest <laughs> baby face we've ever had. It's wrestling, T Mac. Nothing it's is the sacred. purest baby face we've ever had. Nothing is sacred. If John Cena doesn't turn heel, neither fucking Bailey. Well, she's gonna. At Lady Undertaker says, I like me some spray cheese whiz and crackers too, Rhino. Yummy. Hashtag tweet the table. That was a fun segment. And Rhino did well on, on, on his own account there too, where he like starts just shoving them in his mouth. Because he was like, you know what? He already has a tag team partner. There's more I can say about you. So you should go find a tag team partner. So we're going to have a tag team match right now. <laughs> and then just start shoving that shit in his face. That was great. I liked that. That was the most fun out of Rhino in, I don't know, ever. 
Like, I don't know. Close to it. Yeah. No, he had some fun moments when he was on SmackDown Live. Sure. He did some fun things like yeah, that. Yeah, he did. He did, for sure. All right, final one is at B underscore double underscore. D. That's not a, that's not a double underscore there. That's B underscore the word double then underscore. I don't want somebody thinking there's three underscores here, right? It's not B underscore double underscore D, right? Blue kazoo, or <laughs> or <laughs> B underscore double underscore <laughs> blue kazoo. <laughs> it says, "Is Sammy on bath salts?" Hashtag tweet the table. He might be. I like it. It's wrestling, man. You got to get through it, man. The pain hurts. Well, no, I mean, I like his little like, okay, so here's the plan. I think that we should do this. Why aren't you saying anything? So what I really think is that if, when, <laughs> yeah. when we start the match, I'm going to go first. Hey, man, you should really contribute to what I'm saying right now. Okay, so when I get in there, I want you to do this. But why would you do that? Because you don't know what you're doing yet. I love that. Because yeah. if you oh, watch that road, uh, what's that road show where they're driving to one town to the next? It's a uh, ride along. Ride along. He's kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, he like, is with that. him and Neville. He's kind of yeah. like that, so I like yeah. it. Turned up the volume on that. They even highlighted that, if I remember correctly. They even had Neville kind of like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. And so I like it. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. This is the this is the most interested I've been in Sami Zayn because of this. Well, that's on you. Yeah, that's me, man. All right, that was Tweet the Table. See how fun it is to play along. It's the greatest segment in wrestling radio today. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Now... We are going to come back, T-Mac, and we're going to make some picks. We've got a big event coming up, Money in the Bank, even historic, you could say, with, well, definitely it's historic. But we'll talk about that on the other side when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And Michael Jordan's dad was murdered by someone who was wearing a Michael Jordan shirt. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com Hey, this is Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. You're listening to and loving and loving the Spanish announce table. JBL should come back with a gimmick of John Bully Layfield. <laughs> Be like Bully Ray, right? And just bully the shit out of people. I like that idea a yeah, lot. right? I just thought of that as I was playing this music. That's, that's a good idea. I like that. And, it, and his logo should be a bull, like the like the uh, stock market bull, you yeah. know, like the bullish bull. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a bully, right? He's got the bull horns on his fucking car, right? Like John Bully Layfield. <laughs> then that's how you get Bully Ray in, right? And he's challenging, like, hey, I'm the real bully around here. Then they just they compete, like, just bullying people around backstage, like, who can bully? <laughs> no, we can't do that. They grab Tom Phillips and just give him wedgies, and they just keep giving him wedgies. And, like, right. you start to see blood coming down the pant legs of Tom Phillips, yeah. but it doesn't fucking matter, yeah. so they still keep giving him the wedgie. Good luck face-fucking somebody now, Tommy. All right. <laughs> like, 
can't say that on TV. All right, this is all right. Well, I mean, we, they can, but they, they <laughs> could. Should. Yeah, we've got a huge event coming up Sunday, a uh, special event on the WWE Network, which you can get for free if you haven't already signed up before, or nine ninety nine. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Nine ninety nine. Money in the bank. We love this pay per view because of the implications, don't we? I mean, it's the that money in the bank contract can mean a whole lot, right? So they give it to the right person, man. It can mean everything for that person's career. Of course, yeah. If you give it to, especially like with SmackDown and how it is, they can give it to someone who, you know, is, uh, uh, what am I trying to look for here? Uh, uh, someone who's overlooked. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, boom, now they're the next Jinder Mahal. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's just get into it, man. Let's start making some picks. That's what we're here for. It's the money in the bank picks. Yeah. We're in a fun game with the Trending Topics Network other shows, right? We've got the split teams. We'll spare you all the details if you don't know what's going on, but you can go on trendingtopicsnetwork.com, if, I do believe. I'll have to double check with uh, Living Legend about that and see if uh, you can follow along, right? You can see our scores. But team yeah, let's check them out. Let's do that. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, Naomi versus Lana. Uh, I don't think they're going to get that crazy. I think Naomi retains. I think... I think Lana's going to get a lot of, not a lot, but two or three, like, holy shit, false finishes, but then Naomi's going to win. You think? Or do you think they go for the nuclear heat? No, because Jinder's still the champ. I think Jinder's, well, we'll get into Jinder versus On the same show, even, too. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they're going to go double whammy. I think they have to have a little bit of balance. Uh, and so I think for that reason, you're going to get like a fall, like you're going to get that Lana bomb, two Lana bombs in a row, and then a one, two, kick out. And then, you know, that's what you're going to get. And then a roll up or something to where it looks, makes Lana look strong, but Naomi retains. I think they're going Lana. I think it's SmackDown and they're fun and they like to be fun this way and they like to keep us guessing and they like to book things that we're not expecting and uh naomi's kind of i mean not she's not failing at what she's doing but she's also not exactly tackling the world here and i think they'll just go lana i'm gonna go lana all right all right cool go fuck yourself Let's go. yeah you too ghosts <laughs> all right smackdown tag team championships the usos versus the new day i'm saying the usos man i don't think they're taking them off them right now uh i think they're too hot and i think the new day don't need those titles so, uh, you know, I'm going Usos. I agree because I just think that the New Day is on their last legs. And mm-hmm. to give them the titles for, hey, it's the titles, I don't think they need that anymore. And I think now after this loss is when hopefully, in my opinion, you start to see the crumbling and then the dissension and then the breakaway of someone from the new day mm-hmm. whether that be biggie or xavier or kofi yep and then possibly the easiest pick to make of the entire year we have the wwe championship on the line jinder mahal versus randy orton this is jinder mahal all the way randy orton are you seriously picking randy orton no no jinder mahal yeah it's jinder mahal right I, well, th- but what this does is randy too orton good right do? now nothing he has to do something united states title after this you, you. So you'd have Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. Have we done that yet? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, that could be good. Hey, the loser, Randy Orton could go with Nakamura. Think of that. If Nakamura doesn't win the title, yeah. that would be fun. Randy Orton versus Nakamura. How do we facilitate 
a Nakamura Randy Orton feud. Randy Orton had to have to go heel. Of course. And he doesn't like that Nakamura is getting all this shiny. He hasn't done anything in this company. And a whap RKO out of nowhere. We could go, you know what Randy Orton should do, right? He loses this and then he Retire. sees Nakamura, right? No, no, no. Well, he, so here we go. All right. We've got SmackDown, right? It's the land of opportunity. We've got all this young, fresh, new talent. I mean, some of it's older talent, but they're new to the WWE landscape, right? Styles, Owens, Corbin, Zane, Shinsuke, right? All these people. So Randy Orton, remember, uh, was the legend killer, right? Now he needs to go reverse. Like, nah, nah. Right? Like, you're not coming in and stealing my legacy, right? You're not yeah, going to kill I'm this King legend. Yeah, of the mountain kind of thing. You're not this, yeah, you're not going to kill this legend. And then so he's got to go after all the young bucks, right? The Well, I wish he would go after the young bucks, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I like that idea. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the two kind of biggest things we're here for. The historic one, the first ever women's money in the bank ladder match. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Natalia, Tamina, Carmella. What are you feeling on this? What are you thinking? I think they're going Charlotte. I feel like they're well, I feel like they're wanting us to think they're going Charlotte. I I feel like the person with the most to gain from it is either Tamina or Carmella, right? And I think Carmella would hold it better. That's why I think Tamina would need it the most. But I feel like Carmella is a strong candidate that we're not thinking about. I think she would do great with that Money in the Bank briefcase. Hmm. Ooh, you know no Becky else? Lynch in your opinion. No, no, no. I mean, I was thinking about that. I mean, she'd be the strong face that holds the Money in the Bank. We've seen that before, and that's always boring, right? <laughs> you know, it's the Cena promo. Because I've got this, and that means whenever I do. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. Natalia's an interesting one, too. I'm just trying to talk through all these because I haven't really thought about this yet. Natalia's an interesting one because she's kind of been on that, yeah, she held the whatever, the ovary title, but she hasn't held since they've done the serious title, right? <laughs> so, so what God, do you got? Uh, who would WWE pin? Oh, God, it's got to be Charlotte, doesn't it? Yeah, because this is what I think. I think now SmackDown is going to go back to resorting to play it by the book for a couple months so that when they do have a crazy Lana-type moment, then it feels fresh. Because you can't just have Lana but wins SummerSlam's and then quick. Ellsworth wins the United States title right. and then gender becomes uh, the longest-reigning WWE champ. Like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, eventually you have to have waves and this is a or peaks and valleys and this is going to be a valley for a while so they're going to do the charlotte they're going to do the randy orton wins uh the next few yeah, after but man charlotte stuff. absolutely in no way needs or even helps the money in the bank concept right like she's well, already yeah, she does in this sense you're going to look back and you're going to say the first ever women's money in the bank winner was charlotte just like she was the first ever women's hell in the cell winner just like she was the longest reigning blip you know what i'm saying like yeah it's it to build her to up with the cena-esque like yeah just, it adds yeah. to the list of accomplishments so i think that's why she's all right it. i'm gonna go wild card then just to make it fun and i'm gonna say carmella but i think you're right it's charlotte 
hopefully we'll I think hit. Ellsworth is going to cost Carmella. I think we're going to see the mm. end of Ellsworth and mm. Carmella here. Mm. That's a good one. My dark horse, my like my real dark horse is Natalia. You know, if that's my thing. dark horse would be Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, yeah. God, I feel like any of them could win it. Well, Tamina, I just don't. She's the one that could absolutely use it the most, right? Because she's got yeah. nothing else. Right, nothing else. <laughs> so, nothing. all right, the big men's money in the bank ladder match. Not the big men's, but you know what I mean. United States champion Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Who do you got, Team Ack? Well, just like I said, they're going, in my opinion, I think what they're going to start doing gut reaction is the valleys and that's the chalk winners and i think the person that makes the most sense because they can't do anything else is nakamura he can't cut a promo he can't do much of character development so what can he do he can hold a fucking briefcase and give you the illusion that he's going to cash in at any time and do facial expressions right so i think it goes to him i think it's baron corbin now, he's another one who can't really cut the greatest promo, you know. Yeah, uh, I think what they want is they definitely, I think we definitely know they're itching to find a way to pull that final trigger to get Baron Corbin in the top main event storylines, right? And that'll definitely do it, and it buys time to pull the trigger when they want it done. Does that make sense? Like, you know right now we got gender, so we don't want him to interrupt that, but he can always, you know what I mean, have it and be like, hey, motherfuckers, me. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going Corbin. I think they'll do this because I I somewhat agree with you, but I still think that Nakamura wins because of the lack of a promo, the lack of uh, character development from a week by week storyline standpoint. Yeah, I could see Nakamura winning, and then his first feud be with Baron Corbin, and typically the Money in the Bank winner always loses, and then you start to see Baron Corbin by hook and by crook beat nakamura on a week in week out basis by you know feet on the ropes uh disqualification you know things like that and then you're gonna get a blow-off feud where nakamura goes out on top and then cashes it in but through that feud with corbin becomes elevated and then when nakamura's champ who's his first feud it's baron corbin i like that okay all right well man i overall this stands to to reason that this is just going to be an amazing night. I always prefer, even though I'm the most looking forward to Joe versus Brock Lesnar, I always prefer SmackDown pay-per-views over Raw pay-per-views since the brand split. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, having Money in the Bank where Ziggler's going to be in a ladder match, Charlotte's going to be in a ladder match. You know, you've got (laughs) Kevin Owens and Zayn that are going to fight each other again for a million times. So I'm really looking forward to this pay-per-view. What do you think are Ziggler's chances of pulling down this briefcase? 2%. I mean, so think of the angle they could run with that. Now he's, hey, now I won two of these fucking things. Yeah. You know he mean? always thought I was a loser. Here I am, the two-time winner of Money in the Bank. Last time I did this, I was a champ. I'm going to do it again. Oh, yeah, easily. Definitely. Be hmm. easy. All right. Yep. Well, man, this was Here, a fun What do you summer. think about – one thing we haven't addressed hmm. is – they announced that John Cena is coming back July 4th. Yeah. Right? Yeah. However, did you notice it said 
free agent Mm -hmm. John Cena. What do you think about that? So I read the rumors that what they think is, with ratings kind of being shitty, that he's the one that's going to be able to draw across both shows, so they might draw this out and make this free agent angle a thing for a while. Well, then Brock Lesnar should be a free agent too. They should have a Raw free agent and a SmackDown free agent where, yes, Cena can go to Raw or SmackDown, but we know him as a SmackDown guy, you know? And Brock Lesnar is a Raw guy, yes, but he can go to SmackDown. I think they should have one respective free agent on both brands where they're loyal to a brand but can go to the other show. So what do we do when these guys are done, though? Lesnar and Cena are going to be done sooner than you want them to be done. And you've tried, man. Cena's put everybody and their fucking mother over, right? But nobody's taking that torch and running with it. So what do we do? It's Well, here's the thing, though. There was a ton of times when... We said this that, you know, eventually Triple H is going to be done and he's put over so many people, right? And then Cena was just like, oh, nope, now it's my turn, right? So I think eventually we're just going to realize like, oh, yeah, it's Seth Rollins or it's Roman Reigns. Somebody's just going to do it. Roman Reigns that we're talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think that's just what they do. They just go, they're just, their method of getting people over now isn't creative storyline. It's just repetitive down your throat. It's Roman, it's Roman, it's Roman, it's Cena, it's Cena, it's Cena, it's Triple H, it's Triple H, yeah. it's Triple H. Like, well, that's and, what in they In the do meantime, uh, somebody can come out of the woodworks and pull an Austin and just take it. You know what or I mean? a like, CM Punk and try to take it, yeah, because yeah. Punk tried there for a while, you know what I mean? He came close. Um, he came close. Oh, he, he should have if it wasn't uh, shitty storyline writing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's who's really killing all these guys. Yeah. It's not yeah, them bringing, guys. Them bringing Punk back way too soon after the whole taking the the title angle. Yeah, a week later or whatever it was, yeah. two weeks later. Yeah, that Stupid. was dumb. That was real dumb. Uh, God, and I know they're like, well, we got to get these SummerSlam ratings up, but do you remember any fucking thing about that SummerSlam that year? I mean, really? Like, what? does it matter? Think about your long term here. I don't know. And we're going to tune in anyhow. It's SummerSlam. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I found that interesting, the John Cena free agent thing, anyhow. Yeah, I like it. All right, well, we're going to come back, man, 204 next week. Ugh. Yeah. 204 of the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? Milkshakes were originally alcoholic. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com I need to shame, what the shame, and